0: Welcome to Tree Talking Time, where we talk all things tree dogs—the smallest fives to the largest hounds, from squirrels to bears and everything in between—and from time to time, we might even run a little fast game.
1: actually—I'll tell you about my first dog that that my my name was on. His name was Bear, and he was he was an awesome tree dog. He y'all. Uh, he would always retrieve the squirrels when you shoot them, and and if you shot a squirrel out and it hit the ground, he may come back thirty minutes later. But when he come back, he had it in his mouth waiting for you. But uh, he uh, he was he was introduced to me, given to me when I was about seven years old. Okay, and I guess I had him I had him till I was about thirteen. Actually, had a bad accident here, and he he got in the middle of it and. Uh, lost him, but he, uh, Sorry to hear that. he was, he was a natural born tree dog mm-hmm. and, um, he, uh, he tree coons or he tree possum or, or he tree squirrel, you know, but, uh, mainly, mainly what I did with him was squirrel hunting. Okay. I guess he weighed about 65 pounds. Mm-hmm. I hunted him. I hunted him with several other dogs. He was a real good natured dog. Good deal. And in the cur dog family. You have to be careful with, with cur dogs, because if you hunt them by themselves, they don't, they don't allow another dog party to hunt with them. Mm -hmm. And throughout the training part of them, you have to, you have to introduce other dogs to them if you plan on hunting with a buddy. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, he, uh, he was my first dog and that was, I think I had that dog, it was like 1970 or 71.
0: Okay. So it's been a while that you've had these yeah.
1: dogs. Oh, I've had them all my <laughs> life. I mean, I was born and, born and raised into it, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Well, for the listeners, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Well, I'm, I'm Curtis Ladner, and I was born here in the same place I live on in 1963.
0: And your family is pretty synonymous with uh, the Ladner Blackmouth Cur.
1: Yes, and we, uh, me and my daddy were, were, uh, we hunt. We hunted a lot. I have a brother. He hunts. He hunted dogs every once in a while, but he he always liked the steal hunt. So okay. he really never got involved in in, uh, in the dog hunting too much. Mm-hmm. But you have to like the sport. I mean, it is okay. a sport. It's not. It's not a. It's not. It's not like you could go steal hunting and and kill fifteen squirrels, you know, and and. Uh, it's just enjoyable to, to walk behind a good dog that's just working for you. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've had them in my the family for all my life, and, and okay. my daddy had them all his life. And my daddy died. and My daddy was born in 1936, and he was actually brought up through some hard times. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet that. Through those times, he, they had the cur dogs, the, the mm-hmm. and Black Mouthers. And he said a lot of times, a lot of times, they put meat on the table when they didn't really have the money to yeah, to buy afford anything.
0: He, oh, I can imagine. I mean, and I, you know, you, you hear a lot of similar stories from back in those days, and how these dogs were, were vital.
1: Yes, and his first dog he, he registered was in. He, he started the registry in 1964, and it was within KC.
0: Now, your dogs are are registered as Ladner Blackmouth Curse correct?
1: They're, they're Ladner Blackmouth curs We we always have in the 70s. My daddy's my daddy separated the color on the breed. Okay. He separated yellow from all the other colors and all the other colors stayed as a Ladner Blackmouth sir and the yellow ones come up as, as to be a yellow Ladner Blackmouth sir. Okay. But they're all the same dogs. He, he just, he done a lot of breeding and a lot of work to, to separate them. Mm-hmm. I hate to use the word coal, but. Yeah. If a good breeder don't use if they a good breeder don't use that form, then he's not he's not a good breeder.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, calling used to mean one way, mean one thing, and and today that doesn't necessarily mean that you can call from your breeding population without necessarily euthanizing the dog or putting it down. Like right, a lot
1: dog. a lot of people when you use that word, a lot of people first thing they think of is a bullet. Yes, and that that's not always the case. I mm-hmm. mean. There's a little old man down the road, you know, he, he lived by himself, and he wanted a companion dog and had dogs that didn't work out, you know, to mm-hmm. be a tree dog and gave it to him yep. with no paperwork, you mm-hmm. know, he couldn't, he couldn't breed him, no breeding rights on him, Yep. but, uh, and that, that most of part of my life, that's been the, the way I've called them, unless I have absolutely absolute dog that I'm crazy, you know, and, and that's not very, that's not very regular, but it happened.
0: Oh yeah, no, I understand. I've, that's kind of what I've done. Dogs don't, that don't work out, you know, the one, uh, I don't know, probably four or five years ago sent him to Louisiana and he became a pretty good hog dog, so <laughs> didn't want to be a true yes. dog, but
2: yes. he, he liked hogs. Well, we,
0: we have
1: hog dogs, you know, but uh, we have three dogs too, and uh, I don't I don't mix those with people just because somebody's wanting a dog. You know, if he's wanting a hog dog don't mean I'll just jump up and sell him a pussy that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I try to match what the, what the person wants to, to hunt with and hunt mm-hmm. with the dog and all, all, all of our dogs that we breed, they are proven.
0: So the one thing I, I find in black mouths, I understand you guys register your dogs with NKC as Latin or black mouth curse, but then there's, dogs that are not Latin or black mouth curves, but are still co- called black mouth curves. Right. There's a lot of black mouths that are used for hogs and cattle that are not very right. tree minded. So yes. kind That's of, right. can you explain and my that daddy, distinction there?
1: Yes. When, when my daddy, when my daddy, when I so-called say he professionalized the dog, he, he wanted to, he wanted the dogs to prove themselves and, and, uh, Treeing and, and it didn't at that point in time it didn't really matter to him whether they run a hog or or what mm-hmm. but it's sort of natural it's sort of natural for a black mouth cur of any breed that I know of to to work hogs or hogs or cattle
0: okay
1: you know and, and it, it it comes with them it just and it and it's all in the first four or five months of that dog's life if you spend time with him training him of what what he's gonna hunt
0: gotcha So you just make sure you, for any dog that you want to make a tree dog, you just have a lot of early exposure to tree game then?
2: Yes, sir.
0: Okay. Have you ever successfully had any dogs that will do both?
1: Uh, Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, I've had had several of them. In fact, I have some right now.
0: Is that common or is that more of a rarity? Well,
1: it's what you let the dog do. Mm -hmm. You know, and and on my place, I have hogs. I have, I have a couple hundred acres. I have hogs and I have, uh, I have four old coons and just about any kind of animal in the woods is on my place because it's all timber. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I actually had, I had a good coon dog and, and I started out one night with him. His name was Hallie. I started out one night with him and I didn't get probably a hundred yards from my house. And, uh, he baited a group of hogs right by himself and from there he we we didn't push him away from him or anything we we killed the hog and, and from there he he made a hog dog but he was out of three dogs okay. and he had three coons and squirrels but since then I haven't never hunted him that much on on okay. we've hunted him a few times on squirrels but he'll do either one mm-hmm. but I have had dogs even champion dogs and uh, I had some champion dogs back in the 90s that you could take, you could take in three squirrels or coons, and you take that same dog. Somebody shot a a deer, blood track a deer with it. Mm -hmm. That dog, that particular dog I'm talking about, was same Rambo Warren. Okay. And he, that dog won a Hicks Law with through NKC.
0: Okay. Is that the only registry you register dogs through?
1: Uh, My dogs are both. I can go UK3 or or NKC, but. Mm -hmm. It's, it's headache enough to keep up with one registry, mm-hmm. you know, Come but anybody understand. that, that gets one, you know, they're welcome to, to go UKC it, you know, and UKC does recognize them.
0: Okay. I just wasn't sure how that worked.
1: Yeah, sir. PKC said they would recognize them, but mm-hmm. I've never, I've never dealt with it.
0: Blackmouse are probably one of the cur breeds that I have the least amount of experience with. I've, I've messed around with mountain curves and tree curves and, I have some leopards now, which depending on who you talk to. There are a lot
1: there. of similar <laughs> to the mountain curs and the tree and curs. There's a lot of similarity. Similar, mm-hmm. similar treats with them.
0: I just live in Pennsylvania, where there's not a they're they're not a very popular breed up here, and even curs in general tend to not be very popular. So what right. what are more pop? What you do see more of are mountain curs. Mm-hmm. It's probably the most common thing up I, up in my neck. I have months. a good
1: friend that that lives in Pennsylvania and. He's 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 had my dogs for what well, since two thousand and five. Okay, and he's put all kind of trophies on. Interesting. His, yeah. his name is Lloyd Frisby.
2: Okay, heard the but, name.
1: Uh, we don't have a whole lot of dogs up up that way. Or,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: the biggest the biggest state, I guess, that uses my dogs as of right now is Florida, mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: okay. and a lot of them. Well, a lot of them use them for blood tracking and hogs
0: dog. Okay, I just find the the versatility in a lot of the cur breeds is definitely not there like it used to be. You know, we've well, especially with mountain curs like you've they've been bred for squirrel hunting more so. So even finding a, a good coon dog is a lot harder now than what I from than what it used to be. From talking to different people, right? I'm I, not saying that you can't I, find ones that will treat coon, but a true coon dog.
1: Well, the, the cur dogs that that I like besides my own cur dog. Would be the Kimber cars. And mm-hmm. Mr. Kimber was was real good. He is real good friends with me, and was real good friends with my daddy.
2: Okay, yeah, I've and, talked um, to Robert.
1: Yeah, they they were good dogs, mm-hmm. and I, I think they still are. You know, I don't know much about them no more. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't really have time to, to fool with hunt. Yeah, you know, it, would love to, and, and I I try to encourage anybody that gets one from me to place them in hunt. You know. Mm-hmm and My wife is pretty big into it. We we always are. We always have a shoulder, you know, when somebody gets a dog from us to to help them with the with the training part. But a good blooded dog don't take much training.
0: Yeah, no, but that's important. Having good breeder support. I mean,
1: it, it is. It is, and and you know, we. I mean, I've I've took calls at at one two o'clock in the morning. People didn't realize from being from another state. Mm-hmm. What time it was, and uh, tried to help them out.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Like I said, that that speaks volumes for yourself and your breeding program. Because like I said, yes, sir. that's not necessarily common. Before we got started, you said your grandfather had these dogs. I mean, where did he get his original dogs? Do you know?
1: Uh, from my understanding, through my family, the dogs the dogs were brought here from France when my family settled in the 1700s on the coast. Oh, wow. And uh, I, I know, you know, yourself, and I know myself, that there had to be some changes, you know, and, and stuff put into them oh, yeah. to keep them. But, but they, they're they pretty true blood, I mean, of, of the same old dogs, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to breed out as a breeder. You have to breed out at, at one point
0: or time. Mm-hmm. Especially in those and, days uh, when it's not like you had the Internet and cars and you could travel across the country to keep a – a breed pure and still kind of get new genetics.
1: Yes. Sir. Back That's in those right. days,
0: you're, you're breeding within a community.
1: That's it. You know, and, and, you know, most of the time the, uh, breeder back in them days or somebody that bred a, a couple of dogs, you know, they they would give them to the neighbors. Actually, mm-hmm. we had, my grandpa had, um, uh, had a doctor that used to come to his home and, uh, treat the kids and stuff like that. And from what I was told, he had a dog that, that my grandpa had gave him in trade for a payment.
2: That's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> How'd you pay your doctor? I gave him a puppy. Yes, sir. So as far as hunting tree game, like what kind of, what's the, like how do your dogs hunt?
1: Oh, my dogs usually hunt, and it depends on what you start them on. Like squirrel hunting, they're hunting 300-yard circle. Mm-hmm. And and when they, they make those circles, they uh they usually if they don't tree something within 30 minutes or an hour, it's, most of the time it's time to go home. Mm-hmm. You know, now on big games, if you run big game with them, like hogs, um, hogs and um, bear, mm-hmm. stuff like that, some of them range out two miles. Okay. But you know? those guys, I don't even have to have track collars here where I live and hunt. But, okay. but some of the guys that hunt my dogs, there's, there's one in Utah that hunts. He hunts a uh, mountain lion.
2: Okay.
1: He he has to have uh track dollars on him. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. I haven't heard much about black mouse being used for bear or mountain lions. I mean, I've heard plenty of people yes, use right. them for hogs. And uh, actually, what? the guy I got your number from, he uh, has some dogs from you, and he actually decoys coyotes with them.
1: Yes, you must talk with Mr. Jeremy Young. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh-huh. Where's he at? Utah? I can't, I can't remember. I I'm friends with him.
0: Some Somewhere like that. It, it's pretty open country. I know that much, just from looking at some pictures. Yes,
1: he does. Well, he loves those dogs. I mean, I, I see a video, a new video every weekend of, <laughs> of him working those dogs. He's got a little boy that's about three years old that tags along with him. Mm-hmm. That's they awesome. Sure take a lot of coyotes, coyotes out. I know that.
0: There's piles of them, that's for sure.
1: They are, and they're, they're so so plentiful here. You'll never you'll never touch them. But as far as hunting them the way he does, you have to have open prairies and stuff like that. We we have a lot of thick places.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like here.
1: Yeah, if it's too thick, it, it's hard to hunt something like that. You know and what happens? You call it in, and then it comes in so close it feeds you. Mm-hmm. Instead of a dog having to keep you know making them tours back and forth, bringing yeah. them in close enough.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I don't even know where I would even try to decoy around here.
1: I thought about it, and, and watching Jeremy's videos excites me. Mm-hmm. But I know that I can't do it here. Yeah. Most most of them I know live in in places with big prairies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that really is not a sport that you you would work out down south here with with a dog. Yeah.
2: But they, uh, my dogs have been used for a lot of stuff. I mean, they, they've been used for search and rescue. And, Interesting. And, um, uh,
1: actually that, the one, one dog, she found several bodies. when okay. I was in the bottom of a river. And she, she was a very good dog. I mean, watching her work, they did allow us to come watch them work. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's amazing what kind of nose they have on them.
0: What would you say they are compared to other cur breeds and hounds?
1: Well, I hate to say anything about any other cur breeds because <laughs> I really don't know much about them besides cameras. Okay. The gotcha. You know, uh, I've I've been to a lot of competition hunts and I've won a lot of competition hunts. You know, but they uh, to compare a a cur dog with a a nose like a hound, it would be my dog. Okay. Not not all of them. You know, and like blood tracking, a lot of people, a lot of people want, they want the coldest nosed dogs they can get. Yeah. And I, I have, I do have some notes where some of them has has jumped on a 36 hour old track and went to the end of it.
0: Wow. That, that's pretty old. That's for sure. That,
1: that's a pretty cold nosed dog. To
0: do that. Interesting. I just know most curb breeds tend to not be as cold nosed. So, and like I said, I, I just don't really know a ton about your dogs. So, or sure. Yes. Yeah, so. Well, general, if, so.
1: if you've hunted mountain cars, mm-hmm. you you uh, you're probably pretty close to what what you think, you know. And, and they they hunt they hunt real similar to mountain cars. And I, mm-hmm. I've seen some of the now I've, I have hunted with some guys i I got some friends that got uh those original mountain cars, and some of those dogs range range a mile squirrel hunting, and I I don't like to squirrel hunt a dog like that. I really don't. Yeah, not all of them, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I I had a, I had a buddy that every time we went, we were waiting on his dog to get back to go home. Mm-hmm.
0: Now I would say that's probably more of a recent thing, for the most yes. part, because of the competition hunts.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
0: the squirrel dogs are going the same way as coon dogs, as far as competition, deep and lonely. Right. Especially with the the bigger money hunts and stuff like that, which nothing wrong with it. That's just kind of the way. If that's what wins, that's what people breed. Yes,
1: sir. That's that's true. You know, and, and back back when I loved all of them hunts, and you know, I would I would breed specific ways with dogs, and my dad did, and which well, I have I have the same old dogs. There's been no changes, mm-hmm. but uh, as far as competition hunts. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for a good day's hunt with a, a couple of friends.
0: Oh, no, I, I'm right there with you. I've had some, I've been on some great competition hunts. Don't get me wrong, but I still think it's more fun to be out there with your good buddies that you know real well, just having a good
2: time. Than...
1: It, it is, it is. And, and always try to tag a kid with you. Because mm-hmm. our, you know, our, our next generation, some of them need to They need to know how to hunt and breed dogs and handle dogs. Mm -hmm,
0: Definitely. Anything else significant stand out to you about your dogs? Oh,
1: they're a real protective dog. Okay. You know, they don't, they don't, uh, if you raise one by itself, they don't allow other dogs near you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it's the same way with your vehicle. You hold that dog around with a vehicle and hunting with him. They won't allow other dogs around it, you know, unless with With me, I'm always trying to hunt with somebody else yeah. and 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 i and I want that because I want to introduce my dog between four and seven months to other dogs mm-hmm. to hunt you know in, in case I want to go with a buddy hunting,
2: yeah,
0: so early socialization is absolutely key with them then,
1: yeah, but other than that i mean they they hunt pretty much so like a mountain mm-hmm. you know I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say any of my dogs are any any better than any mountain curves or any of the mountain curs are any better than my dogs, and a lot of that a lot of that depends on the person that's hunting.
0: Oh, definitely. Handler error is huge. Yes, uh, and I know that from personal experience because I've made plenty of errors, and and my dogs reflected my errors.
1: Yes, sir. yes, sir. I uh, I help a lot of people out with it, and I have uh, the most I have to help people with is They they give them a dog too much visual stuff, Mm -hmm. and when you do that, that dog tends to he wants to hunt visual. He don't want to use all of his senses, which is his ears and nose and and uh, Mm eyesight. But have a lot. I have a lot of young young people that that we have to work with. You know, with that. Yep that
2: that was to make sure they get
1: their dog trained right.
0: My first dog, I was. 18 years old and just wanting to, you know, get this young dog started. And I showed her way too much caged game, and she reflected it.
1: I've I've seen them, I've seen them show them so much caged game that if you you pick a trap up, a empty trap, and start walking with, they come running to it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, most of the time, when most of the time when you you go that far with one, you you've it.
0: Yep. Now, are your dogs, you said they hunt real similar to a mountain curse, so are they silent?
1: Yes, they're silent unless they're looking at what's in front of them.
0: Okay. That's kind of what I thought.
1: And I'm I'm pretty sure a mountain curf, squirrels <laughs> in front of him 10 feet, mm-hmm. he's going to open up. Yeah. I, I
0: yes, would say so most, most dogs are going to gonna start barking if they can see it.
1: Yes, sir. And they do. My dogs, my dogs drift trail. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't put their nose to the ground. Mm-hmm. and most most all the fronts I've been to, I watched some mountain cars do the same thing. They didn't put their noses hmm
0: So very very similar then in a lot of ways. Now, one thing I did notice is they tend to be a a hair on the larger side. I mean, what? How big are your dogs? Typically, my
1: dogs my my average dogs weigh about the male dogs weigh about sixty five, and okay. the females weigh close to fifty. Yeah, I have some smaller, and I have some. Mm-hmm. Or bigger. Yeah. But we uh throughout the years of breeding, my daddy wanted to breed a, a dog that was agile and yeah. and could run all day, you know, and hunt all day. And when you get past seventy five pounds, mm-hmm. a lot of those dogs are burn out by the dinner time.
2: Yeah.
1: That's that's a good way. I mean that that's what that's what my daddy always said. That if you're getting more than eighty pounds on you uh, you just you shorten the days month with cows, mm-hmm.
0: definitely. And I've I've seen it, just in my, you know, I've got a boxer mix here at the house She's a pet, but she's much bigger than my hounds, and and not even in height, she's roughly the same height. She's just a lot stockier, and they run yes, cir- they run circles around her.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> so yes.
0: Sir. Now since you've been doing this since basically your whole life, and you've had your you got your first dog that was yours at seven years old. I um, did yes, yeah, so that, that I could call my dog. Yes sir. I'm sure you've got some good stories. I like good stories.
1: Got a bunch of them.
0: Well, why don't you share a few?
1: Well, we'll we'll go back to uh, we'll go back to the bear dog. We went we went one morning with him and uh, we treat a few squirrels. And uh, like I said, he'd always, he'd always bring the squirrel back to you. And uh, I shot one out with a four ten. Then, if he had that I think that's all my daddy was letting me have. <laughs> but anyway, that squirrel, that squirrel hit the river, fell in the river,
2: and old bear went in that river. And, and I, I thought to myself, oh boy, if I won't never see him again." And the river,
1: the river's name is Fur River. It's a deep river. Okay. And uh, about thirty minutes later, he he come back with him in his mouth. I mean, Jeez. he's soaking wet, and it was it was probably forty degrees, thirty five degrees. It was a pretty cold day. You yes. know? And for a dog to do that, he he's got to really be dead fit to to work well for his master.
2: Yeah,
1: I've had you know I've had just about all of them. After having that dog, just about all of them that that I've trained, I try to work with them where they do
2: the tree. Okay. And um, I found a method with with, with that with a young dog, and it's really easy. I've always
1: kept me a few squirrel tails around, Mm -hmm. and I'd shoot a a squirrel out, and the dog would catch him, and I'd get the dog's attention, shaking that squirrel tail, and he would pick that squirrel up and bring it to me really without knowing what he was doing to yeah. to get a hold of that squirrel that was in my hand. Yep. And and after doing that four or five times with a with a good dog with good scent, he's gonna start automatically doing it when you call him back.
0: Yeah. That's cool. I mean I have seen squirrel dogs that would retrieve squirrels, but I've never had one that did it. <laughs> or yes, if they did I, like they I would, mean they would you know, eat the head off or something before you got them back, before they got it back to
1: Right, you. right. Yeah, a lot of young dogs would do that. We have, like I said, I got 200 acres here, and I had Rambo Two, and, and was working him, and we treed four or five squirrels with him and got way on the backside, Got a squirrel out, and he decided it was his, and he came all the way back to the kennel. <laughs> he kenneled up. <laughs> And that, that can really be irritating when you're out hunting mm-hmm. You only have a couple of days to hunt a weekend, you, you know, yeah. but that particular dog is, is actually where I learned to, to make him retrieve with a squirrel tail.
2: Okay.
1: And then shoot him out. And while he's going, when he goes to picks him up, he's he attention real good and he he's going to come back with it, with it in his mind, mm-hmm. you know, that dog was awesome to work with. I actually, one of the coldest nose dogs I've ever owned. Okay. And the curdog dogs, and,
2: now, do you have
0: anything else besides black mouse?
1: Oh, uh, my wife has a clover bred hound. She has a female and a male. Okay. And she she was sort of brought up brought up with with those dogs, and the ones I have are very expensive dogs. It's not some of these you just pick up off of Facebook. Mm-hmm. I had to order them, ordered okay. ordered them out of Ohio. don't have many of those dogs down south you know
2: okay
1: and they're good they're good tree dogs it's kind of funny you know we we hunted them those hounds as a puppy behind the cur dog Mm -hmm. and those hounds hunt like a cur dog that's
2: what i was gonna say do
1: they hunt like your they do they do i mean they you know now that little old jiff if she gets on a if she gets on a coon now, she might go eight, nine hundred yards and, and tree it. But, but as far as out going out squirrel, we squirrel hunting and coon hunting. Cool. but as far as going out squirrel hunting, she'll hunt in three hundred yard circles and mm-hmm. and when we're ready to go home, she's on the leash, ready to go. Good deal. Yes, sir. And there ain't many people to tell you that about a an angle
2: <laughs> No,
0: most I would say don't on a three hundred yard circle around you.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it had to do with, with hunting them with these cur dogs.
0: Yeah, I, I would say probably.
1: I'll tell you one thing. They're, they're all, the ones she's got are, are natural-born tree dogs. Mm-hmm. Seen them pick up and treat it four and five months old on a squirrel.
0: It's always good.
1: Yes, but I really I really don't get into the hounds. She wants to she wants to hunt them every once in a while, I'll go with her. <laughs> My go. name's not on them.
0: no one can say that you you've got hounds huh
1: yes
0: (laughs) now when you hog hunt your dogs just this random thought popped in my head we should i would have should have asked this earlier when we're were talking about hog hunting but do they tend to catch or are they just straight bay dogs
1: no sir. i can you know a cur dog's greedy Mm -hmm. and um when when they bay and i get there and start hollering catch they're not going to catch like a bulldog right away, uh-huh. you know, but what they'll do, they'll work that hog until they see a good open place without getting hurt. Uh-huh. And they catch you.
0: Nice.
1: Yes. I, and I, you know, to say that about my dogs, I've seen those timber dogs do the same thing, uh-huh. but I, uh, I don't hog on a whole lot. Uh-huh. They come, the hogs come in on my place when the farmers start planting around here. And, yeah. And, uh, when they do, I, I think I caught 17 last year. That's so Something still like fair that, hogs. For yeah, not, that's for not most, really hog That's hog. the most I've ever caught. I do have a team of dogs that I use specifically for hog hunting. Okay. Yes. And one of them, one of them, my rebel dog, I actually had started him out coon hunting. And uh, he was making a jam up dog. And one night we got on the hogs over there and he decided that. He decided he has still trio coon, but he decided that that hog hunting was his thing. Yep. And uh very easy to mess a dog up, you know, and, and where you hunt, you know, you you can't help but you, you get on different game than what you're hunting. Mm-hmm. You can't help that. But uh Yep. Dog's got blood in it and hunt, he's gonna hunt. It don't matter what it is.
0: Definitely. Well, I appreciate your time. I mean, unless you got something else you wanna say, I think you covered most of what I
2: my questions
1: yes I really don't not, but I have really enjoyed talking to you
2: I really appreciate you coming on here
1: yes sir
0: well thank you very much have a good night
1: you're welcome sir and you have a good night too
0: you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Tree Talkin' and Media and until next time keep on talking in the timber